0: The holiday season is almost upon us, and I know what I'm thankful for. It's all of y'all, the wonderful students and teachers here at the lake. I'm Jeff Morello, and you're listening to The Voice of Olu. the semester right now and I hope you're all doing really well in your classes I know I am today is an interesting episode I'll be interviewing Dean Laney of the college hello everybody I'm here with Dean Laney Dean Laney would you like to introduce yourself
1: hey I'm I'm Michael Laney I'm the Dean of the College of Arts and Sciences here at Our Lady Lake University and uh, I am a professor as well in the area of electronic media
0: do you teach any classes here on campus?
1: I, uh, the only class that I've, been, that I've taught here at Our Lady of the Lake University has been applications of uh, learning. The role of the dean really doesn't allow me to teach a, a lot of classes. Um, if I was teaching, if I had the time, I would probably teach more in my academic discipline, which mm-hmm. would be the mass communication uh, program that we have here.
0: Okay, so since you don't teach, what does a dean do exactly?
1: sure, well, i'm an academic dean, and so we have three academic deans, and we have a student success dean, but the deans um, oversee the the colleges, the operation of the college we have a uh, I have a three million dollar budget uh, the the five hundred students the thirty nine faculty full time faculty, and the uh, twenty adjunct faculty and so Uh, Deans are responsible for the day-to-day operation of their colleges and their schools, um, ensuring the academic success of the students, handling any kind of complaints, any kind of concerns, making sure that students stay on track for graduation, creating new programs, assessing new programs, evaluating the performance of faculty, submitting faculty for tenure and for promotion, uh, addressing any complaints that students might have or grievances, deans also raise money um and so fundraising so one of the big challenges or big uh, opportunities we had was uh raising a million dollar gift for the veronica salazar media center that was one of my uh, projects we also had we sit on a number of different committees we're ex officio so i sit on the strategic planning committee i'm on the budget committee budget council i'm on the provost council Uh, i'm on the assistant vice presidents and dean's council Um, i'm on the uh, right now i'm working a project that I'm pretty excited about with Dr. John Gomez, mm-hmm. and this is it was just approved by the President's Council. And this is the uh, we're, we're trying to find the right the new name for it, but but it's it's gonna be something like the Wings Up uh, Summer um, Tuition Grant. And uh, one of the things that this does, it was designed to help students. Uh, be able to complete because we found that um, 75% of our uh, undergraduate students, particularly juniors and seniors, identified that they lacked the finances to complete. That's why they were dropping out. And uh, we also found that 74% identified that it was through grants that they were able to be at Our Lady of the Lake University Mm -hmm. with um, 65% of them saying that they would use student loans. So uh, the president. charged us with, through the provost to develop a way to address this. So students, juniors that have completed 60 hours or seniors will be, and they've completed at least 15 hours in the fall or 15 hours in the spring or a combination of, of, of 30 hours, will be able to receive six hours of, uh, of summer tuition waived um, we believe that that will help them. That that grant actually um, it comes to $5,262 uh-huh. um, for each student um, for six credit hours. But if you're a junior and you could do it two years, you're talking about um, $10,400 of, 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 of waived tuition. We think that that is going to be a wonderful opportunity for Our Lady of the Lake University Mm -hmm. students. Those students have invested in us, Mm -hmm. and so the university is um, investing in them and trying to fast forward them to graduation. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that I do.
0: Yes, well, as a uh, senior, I think that would have been so amazing to be able to have had to take that, like, uh, have to to have had done that during my uh junior uh, junior year because i didn't take spanish or economics so mm. i had to take that at a community col well i took spanish at a community college and then uh economics i'm taking that now as uh my seventh class this semester right, right. because i'm crazy and um so that sounds like a really really good program i'm really excited to see how that works out maybe yeah. Maybe uh, next fall... Oh, I won't be here next fall. But, uh, <laughs> maybe next fall, somebody, whoever... If somebody br- does this podcast after me, they can come and interview you and see yeah. how that works. Yeah,
1: I'd All be life. happy to
0: do that. Sure. And so, uh, one of the things i like to discuss on this is you're a... Uh, Academic profile. So you have a bachelor's, a master's, and a doctorate's, correct?
1: correct. Right. My uh, bachelor's degree is in political science mm-hmm. from the University of Massachusetts, and I am a, a, a Massachusetts native. Uh, yes, I am a Yankee. <laughs> and uh, my uh, my and and I wanted to be an attorney at at one time. That's why I did pre law mm-hmm. and political science. Uh, my master's degree is in telecommunication and. Uh, um, from Michigan State University oh, nice. and my doctorate is from the University of Tennessee and my doctorate is in um, electronic media uh, with a cognate in religious studies and uh, while I was uh, at Michigan State University I enrolled in Army ROTC and I was commissioned as a second lieutenant in the oh, nice. in the Army and I did a career in the Army um, I started out as a military broadcaster and then worked in communications and I retired as a major. So I am a veteran and I met my wife while I was in the Army. She is also a veteran. And so uh, we met in South Korea while we were on active duty there. like, no. was
0: it South Korea during the uh, Korean War? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, that, was my,
1: that was my father who okay, was okay. Sorry, in I the have, Korean War. Don't I, I listen to this documentary. Okay. Uh,
0: She'd she, she kick me in the butt for not knowing the
1: dates. <laughs> yeah, the Korean War was in uh, 1958. So I well, was, I'm
0: thinking of a Gulf War. That would have been a something. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. That's I'm okay. So sorry. That's all right. That's sorry. all right.
1: So... Um, uh no I was we we met in South Korea in 1981. Okay so way past the Korean War. Yeah one. yeah 1981 and uh, and we fell in love and got married and so we were a dual couple service couple and we had three children they were born overseas and um, in Germany and our oldest daughter was born in Germany and our two younger ones were born in uh, in uh, South Korea because we went back to Korea okay. and got a second tour back. So- to
0: Korea. Uh, did your kids grow up a lot outside of the United States or once you have them, did you like send them to live with like a grandmother or an, or an aunt?
1: No, they, they stayed with us and uh, they had um, they did have a little bit of time outside the United States uh, growing up in Germany and growing up in South Korea. And uh, we went on the mission field for a year in, in Africa. Uh, because i 'm an ordained minister oh, and crazy. uh we worked as a missionary in Kenya, and so our middle daughter, Michaela, graduated from high school in uh in Kenya um, Our son uh, James, actually came to Our Lady of the Lake University and graduated from Our Lady of the Lake University so there 's a picture oh. of him, and I was his dean
0: nice How so much? Providence
1: brought us all together here, and uh he was a a biomathematics major and uh, graduated in (coughs) mathematics from the lake, Mm -hmm. and uh, he went on to Michigan State University, his dad's alma mater, and uh, he picked up his master's degree in uh, public policy. In fact, he just graduated this May.
0: does he know what he wants to do with a degree in public policy?
1: Well, he just studied yesterday. He just sat for the foreign service officer test to be a diplomat oh with the State God. Department. Yes. When they lift the hiring freeze, the, right now the government's functioning under Kids. a continuing resolution, so they're not mm-hmm. hiring anybody. So yes. he's, he's waiting to see how that works out.
0: Well, that's so cool. When I wanted before, I wanted to be a lawyer and do like a, like politics here mm-hmm. in the United States. I was I thought the life of a diplomat would have been. Just like the most fun thing, so I really hope he gets that because like then yeah. maybe I can front him on Facebook and live <laughs> like him. but that sounds just yeah. so fun and I really hope he gets it because, thank you yes and so um you mentioned that you're an ordained minister yes. so is it uh
1: it's the I am ordained in the Church of God their headquarters is in Tennessee it's a Five million member church. It's a, okay. it's a pretty big church.
0: Nice. You and uh, is that the church that you and your family attend?
1: Actually, um, no. We actually attend a different church here in San Antonio. We're members of New Creation Christian Fellowship Church okay. uh, with Bishop David Michael Copeland and Pastor Claudette Anderson Copeland. My wife and I are both uh, ordained clergy. Oh, and nice. my wife works here at the university. Uh, Leonora is the university's archivist. And her office is down in the convent.
0: Oh yes, I met her once when I was doing research for another class. Yes, yeah.
1: So she was a here. very
0: nice lady. Thank
1: you. Yes. I think so. Do I think we... y'all
0: are both just very mm. sweet. I didn't mm. know that y'all were married at the time, mm. but thirty-five now, years. But now that I know that, I can see that. Yeah, y'all mm. are both very sweet. Thank you. All right. Uh, and just so y'all know, Dean Laney is the one who always is wearing the hat.
1: That's right. So Dean, I'm the H- handsome one who wears yes, the hat. Yes, the
0: handsome one in the hat. So <laughs> Dean Laney, I have a question. Did you like? Did somebody like have the hat and gave it to you, and you're like, or did were you walking around one day and you're just like, I like that hat, and then you put it on and you're like, my life is different now. So.
1: I I wish it was I wish it was that way. Actually, uh, I worked in radio for a while, and my uh, persona was the Sundance Kid, <laughs> and uh, I actually started wearing hats when I was in college as an undergraduate. Okay. Then when I was in the military, I the only hat I could wear was uh, an army hat, right. Yeah and so, so, for the entire time I was in the military i I didn't wear any hats, mm-hmm. but when I got out, I said I was never wearing a baseball cap again, I was going to you know wear fedoras and 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 that kind of thing i I just I'm an old movie buff, you know, Humphrey Bogart, Casablanca. And I just thought from those days that, you know, all the men wore hats back in the 40s, yeah. 50s. And it just looked so classy. And so, you know, I just was attracted to that. My dad used to wear hats, you know. And, uh, and so I just got a hat when I was in college as an undergrad. I only had one, and I wore it until it was just beat up. Then when I got a little more money, I was able to actually pick up some more hats. And so now uh, uh, people identify me by my hats. Yeah. I I was actually in London with a, a study group. And my wife and I were um, in Covent Garden, I think it was. And and someone said, hey, that's Dr. Laney. And I'm like, Dr. Laney. And I'm like, who knows me in London? You know, like I'm in Covent Garden. And they said, we, saw, we recognized you by the hat. And they... And so my hat has become my signature. I have, I have uh, about a dozen different hats.
0: So you have one for every style of suit that you wear.
1: Yes, got. I do. Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That
0: is truly like <laughs> truly awesome. Thank you. I personally believe that men should start wearing hats again. I do too, because I feel like the baseball hat, you know, like, that's the main hat that we wear now, the baseball hat and, like, the beanie and, like, the little trilby with the very thin, thin, uh, brim, they're just, they're not, they're not festive, they're not fun, they don't look classy, they're kind of ugly, and, like, I just miss the old days of, like, hats, like, like, the nice wide-brim fedoras, and, like, top hats to formal events, and other types of hats, you know, Mm -hmm. like, the Renaissance era peak time for hats, Mm because, like, uh, um, like, you know, they were just in any shape they wanted. they go out like that. they go up like mm-hmm. that. They could just go be a straight up, have mm-hmm. wide old brims. Actually, this uh, podcast no longer about student interests. Um, it's the new hat podcast with <laughs> Jeff and Dean Laney. So, um, um, but, yeah, no, it's very, so if you ever want to, like, if you're ever walking down and you see a man wearing a hat that's, like, that's not a fedora, baseball cap, it's and he's in a suit it's probably dean laney but he also has a badge that says laney on it so um (laughs) that's also another way to tell so um i'm looking around your office and you have a lot of pictures of your family so are you very much like a am a family man yes you're a family family man man. you're Uh, you're a you're a family guy yes Um, yes so um like, do you and your family like keep in touch, especially your with your children that have graduated?
1: Well, we try. Our children are all adults now, mm-hmm. and so uh, our oldest daughter, Rihanna, is, is a uh, a librarian, like her mother, and a teacher, oh, nice. and she lives um, in uh, in California near San Francisco.
0: Oh, wow! Um,
1: and she's married. Uh, our middle daughter, Michaela, uh, who uh, Rihanna was born in Germany. Uh, she's thirty. Michaela worked here at Our Lady of the Lake University, um, and she worked in the Center for Development and Testing actually. Oh, wow. And uh, she now works for the U.S. Forest Service. And, uh, and so she is out in South Dakota with the Forest Service. She, Michaela is also a Peace Corps volunteer, and she served in Madagascar. Oh. Um, and so we stay in touch with her the most. She's single. And then uh, James Michael, who graduated from the lake. And just and graduated just this May from Michigan State. Lives in Michigan, and so he's like I said, he's trying to get a job in in, uh, in the foreign service corps. So. Uh, we stay in touch with them on Facebook. We mm-hmm. stay in touch with them on WhatsApp. We stay in touch with them on IM, and we call from time to time. But but we're we're empty nesters, you know, at this point right now. Yeah. So,
0: are, do you and your wife enjoy having the house to yourself? We stuff, love like? being
1: <laughs> empty nesters. Uh, we loved our time with our children, and we were a close family. Uh, but we are really enjoying this season. Like I said, we've been married thirty five years, and we're really enjoying this season of being empty nesters now. And uh, and it's nice, yeah.
0: Yeah, because my mom, she still calls me, like, every week. Like, she'll make up an excuse. She'll be like, Jeff, did you have an appointment today? Because I got a phone call saying you had an appointment today. <laughs> you need to come down and go to an appointment? And I was like, no, Mom, it was probably a misschedule, or it was probably a weird call. Because, you know, I still put her down as my, uh, like, emergency contact number. Sure, sure. And uh, so people, like, if they don't reach me, they'll be like... We're calling him concerns of Jeff Morello, and I was like, oh, no, it's fine. And so she's always trying to get me to come home. I mean, I do go home, not that yeah. I'm saying that I don't visit my mom all the time, but I go at least once a month, you know, and I call her every once in a while. Yeah. But uh, she's just not over, she's just not to where y'all are yet. Yeah.
1: Well, it's different when you're, your children are in college, mm-hmm. because when our children were in college... Um, for example, James was a student here, so I saw him almost yeah, every day. Yeah, right, so I was his dean. Right, fair, I yeah. saw him every almost every day. And uh, when I was at in Tennessee, living in Tennessee, our other two daughters went to college there at the same university. I worked at Lee University, which is in Cleveland, Tennessee, yeah. and I was there for seventeen years. I was the department chair and professor. And so, Michaela was actually a communication major, so I was her department chair, and our oldest daughter Rihanna, was an English major, I was not her department chair, (laughs) but but, uh, she was an RA, and her residence hall was right across the street from the Mm. building I worked in, so I would have lunch with her, I'd have lunch with our other daughter, so I saw our children when they were in college, every day, I mean they just, you know, couldn't get away from dad or mom. Um now obviously they 're out of college and and they 're with their lives, and so i don 't see them but that's that's i I enjoyed that having that time with them
0: yeah, it sounds very nice. Mm-hmm. I personally enjoy having time with my parents so as as someone 's child, I can see how that could be nice mm-hmm. so um since all your kids like um went to like colleges mm-hmm. like all you, graduated uh, from college basically yeah. they all graduated from a college yep. that you worked at yep um so like did you did they, like, have you ever had, like, a talk with them and see how, like, or did they, like, choose the college you worked at to go to?
1: Okay, so we, like, well, so before they were born, we were telling them they would be going to college. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, when my when my wife was pregnant, we were talking to the baby in the womb. You will go to college. You know? like, uh, SAT
0: yeah. prep yeah, starts now. That's
1: right, that's right. So I'm first generation, mm-hmm. okay? I'm first gen. And uh, so I'm the first one in my family of four children to go to college. And, in fact, as a result of going to college, all of my siblings went to college. Congratulations. And my parents went to college and graduated from college, but later on, after I had graduated from college.
0: Like, that's really cool. So
1: it just shows the impact that one can have, Mm -hmm. right? But our children, all they knew was going to college. That would, Mm -hmm. there was never an option that they wouldn't go to college. Now, they had a choice as to where they could go to college, Mm -hmm. you know. but what I told them was, you can go to any of these colleges that are on this list. The list was, um, as a result of being an employee, uh, they could go to um, schools that were part of the Council of Independent Colleges, this consortium, the CIC, and it's about two hundred and fifty schools that they had they could choose from, and. Uh, but they just so happened to choose the college that was in that town, the okay. university that was in that town, and that we worked at. You know, I think it was a, it was a a, a greater benefit for them because they didn't have to put up any money. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So
0: um, this col- this list of College of Independent, uh, this the the CIC, the CIC, the mm-hmm. Council, Council of, of Independent, Independent Colleges. Colleges. Sorry, I, yeah. there was a second scene I couldn't yeah. get it. Um, so, like, is Our Lady of the Lake on yeah. that list? Oh, yes. It yes, it is. How fun. Yeah. So when your son went to this one, he could have... Uh, he did. Yes. Yeah, yeah so. it was a
1: benefit, yeah. Mm,
0: nice. So mm. did he enjoy his time here at the lake? He
1: loved Our Lady of the Lake, and he is still in touch with students from Our Lady of the Lake. In fact, when James Michael was here, he graduated in 15. When he was uh, here, he um, started a, a Bible study called Ignite. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd gone on one of the one of the retreats, um, the I want to say Axe Retreat, but uh, um, it's through Mission and Ministry and uh, um, Awakening, the Awakening Just Retreat, awakening. He went on an Awakening Retreat. And as a result of going on that Awakening Retreat that uh, uh, Gloria Urbaso and Jackie Walters did, um, he got reignited with his faith, and he decided to. Uh, with, a, with a couple other guys, they started a Bible study and he called it Ignite. And and so that was his, I think, his contribution here. And he still stays in touch with those students. Mm-hmm. They've graduated, but he stays in touch with Lake students. That's and nice. uh, he was a tutor here. He was a, a science and math tutor. Uh, he's a biomathematics major yes. right I so um uh, and so he uh he was one of the early tutors in the ace center mm-hmm. um as far as tutoring physics and um and and math and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and he yeah. and he was a professional tutor for a little while
0: yeah that's nice mm-hmm. do you know if uh his uh his bible study Ignat, Do you know if they still meet you,
1: or did, you know after, i don't i don't know or did it fade uh, after i don't left? know mm-hmm. i don't know i i uh but i did run into just yesterday one of the guys who told me said oh are you dr Lane? are you james's son he said yeah i'm so and so and I helped start Ignite with him oh. and I said oh okay and he said how's he doing and I said he's fine and he said you can reach him on Facebook yada yada so I don't know if it's still going on or not but I, oh. you know I guess that's a good question to, to ask
0: yeah Okay, so we're almost reaching the end of this podcast yes, sir. and um, at the end I like to play this little game where um, I, like I don't know if you remember from high school MASH you know it stands for Mansion Apartment Shack House, and I'll do
1: like... It stands for what?
0: Mansion Apartment Shack House. We're not playing like a military TV okay, show. Team. Okay, okay, okay. Um, uh,
1: I'm not familiar with this game, well, uh, but
0: okay. Basically, um, sorry, It's it stands for Mansion Apartment Shack House, and right. I'll ask you like four or three questions, and each of those, you'll give me three answers, and then I'll do some very scientific calculations, okay. and I'll give you your 100% accurate MASH future.
1: M.A.S.H. future, yes. okay, okay. Well, I
0: guess in this game it's kind of like a M.A.S.H. alternate dimension, I don't know. Okay. Because some of it isn't possible, but it's going to it's gonna happen after we play M.A.S.H. because okay. it always does. Okay. So M.A.S.H. stands for mansion,
1: okay. apartment,
0: shack, house. And the first question that I like to give everybody, it's always the same, is if you could have any imaginary, like not imaginary, if you could have any food uh that you just wanted at any moment of the day and it would just appear what would those three foods be and, it, and in this universe like if you're allergic to a like if you have any allergies like peanut allergies yeah, or yeah. a lactose intolerancy you can be like i want peanut butter ice cream and that's perfectly healthy for you it's perfectly beneficial like it won't kill you and actually in this universe it's good for you so like and it could be anywhere as specific as this one pizza, slice of pizza that I had in Chicago in 1983, or anywhere as general as just, like, the category of pizza.
1: Okay. So, um, if, and, and one or three? Three. Okay. Uh, lobster.
0: Ooh, lobster.
1: Okay, I'm from New England. Yeah. Um, uh, king crab. King crab, ooh. And, uh... Grilled portobello mushrooms.
0: Ooh, those are all good. Yeah. Grilled portobello mushrooms. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, like I forgot that you're. I forgot that you mentioned you're from New England. So you said you were from Massachusetts, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, which part of Massachusetts were you from? Was it it's, like the Boston area?
1: Uh, no, closer toward the Cape Cod area.
0: Oh, fun. So yeah. you're like the. Uh, like the like the whole little pilgrim area like. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nice, so did um like how different is like just Texas from oh New yeah England
1: vastly different <laughs> uh, the weather, the people uh you know, but we have a, but I jokingly tell people, no, i wasn 't born here, but I tried to get here just as fast as I could, yeah. uh, I really like Texas. Um, I'm not real crazy about the summers.
0: Oh yeah, no, uh, none of us are. We but uh,
1: the winters are amazing, and I love San Antonio. I love mm-hmm. the diversity in San Antonio. I love the people; how friendly they are. New Englanders tend to be uh, not—they tend not to be very friendly. It's, they're it's it's all very
0: that cold. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, and they're very—they're um, always rushing, and they're very businesslike, very direct, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but i love the seafood uh yeah. and the beaches i miss the i miss the beach i you know we're beach people and and uh so that's my ideal vacation yeah. is going to the beach
0: don't worry i'm from galveston oh yeah, yeah sure and yeah. so i completely understand about missing the seafood mm-hmm. and missing the beaches because mm-hmm. Not to say that you can't get good seafood here in San Antonio. You so can't. It's very hard <laughs> to find where you can. It's hard to get fresh Beca- Because, there. like, every time I go, and I, because I'm a huge shrimp fan,
1: ah, okay. and every
0: time I go and try to get shrimp, it's always got, like, that preservative flavor, you mm. know, where it's just not enjoyable. Mm. Don't go to Red Lobster and order shrimp, guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: so I completely understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Gallison, like, uh, we have this saying, it's B-O-I, which means born on the island, and then... Oh, Okay. Uh, IBC which means Islander by Choice so I got gotcha. It's kind of gotcha. like what you're saying yeah. about being a Texan uh-huh. and, like, and that's the two categories of people okay. And very lucky if you're a BOI Which I am mm. um, But a lot of people are IBC And they're, we treat them just the same It's just okay. like a very big Happy community down there mm-hmm. So um, the next category After the uh, food category okay. um, And so you are a movie buff So this is going to yes, be really good um, if you could go into any three movies and either live in the plot, like live the plot line, or um, like just live in that universe, what would it be?
1: It would be the Star Trek universe. Ooh, love it. So, uh, and anything, any aspect of the Star Trek universe, whether that's in the motion pictures, whether that was the original series, whether that was Voyager, whether that was Deep Space Nine, whether that was. Uh, Enterprise, uh, whether that's Star Trek Discovery, it's, it's, it, the Star Trek Universe Star is Trek fine.
0: Universe. So do you like the new, uh, Star Trek Discovery?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Me too. Yeah. I was, like, I was watching it, and I was gonna be like, oh, the, I just hope, the, I just hope it's not bad, because, you know, we're also getting the horrible right now, which is mm-hmm. also really good, I don't know if you've seen it. hmm Um, you should watch it, it's on Fox, it's like a Star Trek parody. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's really good, it's, if I had to rate it. It's, like, the sixth best Star Trek. Like, it's, like, right above Galaxy Quest, but right oh, below okay, uh, the animated series. Oh, okay. So, um... It's very good. I very, I really much like... I really do like it. Um, And uh, I see that you have a picture over there of Star Trek Voyager, the crew.
1: And here's Star Trek Pez.
0: Oh, the Pez dispenser! I have those, actually. Nice, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. so, uh So, is Star Trek Voyager your uh, favorite one?
1: Uh... The the original series is actually my favorite, but uh, I liked uh, I really also enjoyed Star Trek Voyager because Captain Janeway. I liked seeing a woman in that role as the captain. I like that. No, it
0: group. was a very good series. I mm-hmm. really did like it. Yeah. And I saw the pilot, like you know the original pilot episode. Yeah, versus yeah. the uh, right, right. The, re- uh, the remake, and mm-hmm. I was really happy they w- switched to like yeah, uh, Kate, Kate Mulgrew, Mulgrew instead yeah. of the other lady. And yeah, it was, the like, French. Sasha.
1: Well, they had a French lady, a uh, French... Yeah, yeah, I was like,
0: Marguerite, like, something. Yeah, was,
1: something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was
0: French, and I'm glad that they didn't go with her, because she was just so less charismatic. Right,
1: she was. She was pretty um, stiff. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh,
0: But did you also like Deep Space Nine? Because that's personally mine. I did. My I, did
1: I did enjoy Deep Space I, You know, Avery Brooks as mm-hmm. Ben Sisko, and, and the characters, and I love the Ferengis. And, uh, the Ferengis. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I hate, like, I hate it because the Ferengis were such, like, a good character of, like... You know, like American society, like yeah, business people, sure, yeah. and like, but they were doing, they did it in such like a, a like a comedic way, to where mm-hmm. it wasn't like offensive. It was mm-hmm. just like this is like a really funny mirror to mm-hmm. y'all, and I was like, yeah, it kind of is, and they're just like, every every season had a Fringy episode, and those are always one of the yeah. top episodes of the yeah. season. Like,
1: yeah, they took capitalism to mm-hmm. extreme, and what capitalism will look like unrestrained. That's what mm-hmm. they are. You know, that's what my see.
0: favorite quote is from. Star Trek Deep Space Nine was by, uh, Quark, who I have on my keychain, actually. Uh, was... See? uh uh-huh. Was, uh, what's the point of going into business if you can't get a Monopoly, right? <laughs> And, uh because that's when his uh, brother took over as Grand Nagus right right and he outlawed Monopolies right right and it was really really a funny really a funny episode like
1: uh, I like Rome yes they're
0: both so like just opposite ends just Mm -hmm. so sweet and hilarious Mm -hmm. and and even though they were like actually really like bad and quirk was an actual yeah, dangerous he's criminal, a dangerous
1: guy yeah uh, really was.
0: i thought they were like they were cute and charming and they gave a very good sense of the show mm-hmm. and i also liked in that show how um what is it uh like all the other shows took place on like a ship it was like it was basically like watching a military dra- like a military drama you know because it was like these people are on a like a federal ship, and yeah. they're all like the crew. The space
1: station. Yes,
0: but this one was like a space station, and you could see really the community, like, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like watch watching like somebody like a like a portmaster who mm-hmm. was in charge of a mm-hmm. like of a port of commerce, mm-hmm. and it was like nice seeing that because it was like a, more on the civilian side, more of a yeah, like it wasn't just like the stiffness of like a yeah, like of a starship. It was just like.
1: The, but the The thing I liked about it too, though, was that it introduced an element of spirituality, whereas many of the others didn't mm-hmm. and so the Bajoran and their spirituality with him being the emissary to the prophets yes. and the the wormhole prophets and the celestial temple and that battle of good mm-hmm. versus evil i really uh, that spiritual dimension i really yes. I really like that
0: mm-hmm. really. and they also like uh one of the little things that you have to really pay attention for but uh when uh Ben and the lady he made, uh Penny. Uh huh. Penny. No, not his first wife. His uh second wife.
1: The you don't, yeah, Penny.
0: She the Starship Captain? Mm-hmm. Her name was Penny. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh her him and Penny I i have to go back and rewatch. Um uh Cassidy, they, Cassidy. Cassidy, Cassidy, Cassidy. Cassidy Yates. Cassidy. Yates. I'm sorry, Cassidy yes. Yates. Yes. Um see we're not we're not fake fans, I promise yeah. you. Cassidy um, Yates, right. Uh <laughs> Um, her and Ben got married, and she was like, oh, we have to invite my parents, and they're like, no, no, we can just go, like, we can have Kira do it, and he was like, no, no, my parents won't be be upset if we don't get a minister to do it. Right. So that was like a nice little, like, very, like, sly line. I was like, ah, ministers, so there's still a little bit of something going Mm -hmm. on, so, because all the other ones portrayed it as like earth has no religions we're too advanced for that which i thought was kind of insulting as somebody Mm. who's a devout catholic Mm -hmm. um uh the because only star trek enterprise and star trek deep space nine really dealt with like religion like that Mm -hmm. um because um where was i going with this but yeah no and um the episode where i think it was in the season finale of season one where kira was like you know, all this time I've been trying to put a distance between my duties and my religion uh, because Kira was a Bajoran who Mm -hmm. was working with Benjamin Sisko who was a revered religious figure because he was the emissary of the prophets. And uh, she was having a hard time um, distinguishing him as her boss and him as one of, like, the messenger of her gods. Mm -hmm. So uh, they played it very well. It was very good. um, Mm -hmm. It was nice to see... Benjamin Cisco's character transformed from being like this stiff a fit, no like Star Trek not Star Trek yeah Star Trek has no religion to like this kind of uh m- like this kind of like a religious icon who would go around and like he'd go to people's weddings and give them the blessing of the mm-hmm. emissary. Mm-hmm and it was very very nice mm-hmm. to watch that happen yeah. yeah
1: he was able to merge the two roles of, mm-hmm. of, of being, science and religion science and religion of being a military man and being a minister he, mm-hmm. he, he merged that and blended it perfectly yes. yeah.
0: I could see why you as a military man and a minister mm-hmm. would like that mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: so two more okay. like movie universes
1: oh oh, okay so um, so we mentioned Star Trek uh, oh gosh uh I like the I like uh the universe of Casablanca. Ooh mm, Casablanca um, I know me. And uh, I like the the role of you know imagining myself as a resistance fighter yeah. um in that role uh you know like uh, Humphrey Bogart is Rick. Mm-hmm. Um and uh so I I I enjoy that universe of of Casablanca. Um let's see uh, there's a lot of different movies that I, sci-fi is my is my favorite genre. I like Tyler Perry movies too, and I find him. Uh, and he has a wide range with the Medea uh characters and uh i find that an interesting universe because i see that dynamic a lot in families mm-hmm. particularly with my relatives and and that sort of thing so the tyler perry universe as well all oh, right the tyler perry.
0: <laughs> tyler perry's medea
1: yeah universe yeah
0: <laughs> mode of transportation
1: Motorcycle.
0: Motorcycle, And it can be anything from, like, a motorcycle. Oh, you had to name three, right? Yes, three from motorcycle all the way up to, like, just, like, Federation Shuttlecraft, if you want. Something just completely wild. Okay,
1: so my favorite mode, of course, would be motorcycle. Um, My um, next favorite mode is cruise line. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Uh, Because we like going on cruises. And... um, uh, Tesla,
0: a Tesla, Le- a yeah, Tesla. that'd be An fun to drive. Car.
1: Mm-hmm. That's my next car.
0: All right, you just tell me when to stop the spiral.
1: Okay, stop.
0: Okay. All right, and now I'm gonna pause this real quick, and then I'll get back to you right with your mash feature. So I'm really happy to say, for your mash feature, that you have a mansion. So, like, you get all these rooms of this big old house, and you're probably rich, too, because you have a mansion. Okay. But you are in the Tyler Perry's Medea universe, so that (laughs) means you're probably... Hosting Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh gosh,
1: yeah, and the crazy have, uncle. And... Yes,
0: and you have to have that family in your house. You already know okay. she's gonna do something wild. Like okay. she's gonna fall down those giant mansion stairs okay. and fall into a cousin. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we have. And, but you get to pick them all up in the airport in your Tesla. So okay, they're gonna cool. be mighty impressed by that. Yeah. And during this like these Christmas meals or any other time you want you really just get to have lobster just like fantastic summon lobster just be like okay Medina I know what you're doing but bing here's a lobster and you just get to give her that and it'll be great
1: I like that so
0: I'm very pleased I'm very happy that this is what it came out to be so uh, uh, Dean Laney thank you so much for being on the show we are very happy we're very we're very happy to have had you and we're very interested about the uh saint summer grant okay and, uh, or the wings up summer wings up grant, summer yes. grant. Mm-hmm. and i really can't wait to see i cannot wait to see how that goes so okay. um, thank, thank you so much thank you thank you for being on you're welcome all right bye guys
1: bye-bye yes